So societal, if you look at the way young girls are raised in this country, we're told, don't worry your head, pretty little head about money, and you're not supposed to talk about money because you don't want to be greedy, and you certainly don't want to be too ambitious because then you're going to be called the B word. So it's that socialization process that really holds women back. I work with an organization called Make Mine a Million Dollar Business, and that organization's goal is to help one million women cross over the one million dollar threshold by the year 2010. And the one thing that we're finding when we're working with the women in this program is that they're afraid to say, I want to make a lot of money. I want to build a million-dollar business. Isn't it, isn't it almost, I don't want to rain on this here, but isn't it almost too late when they get to that point? Isn't there anything that could be done to sort of socialize these changes earlier? I mean, I have a daughter who's in college right now, and I mean, I've, I've tried to be careful with the way I've educated her and whatnot, but, you know, it, isn't there stuff that can be done earlier? There are a number of programs now for young girls to teach them about finances, even entrepreneurial programs for young girls where they have a, 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 a model where they can create a business and learn about cash flow and learn how to develop that business. So there are programs that are reaching down and helping young girls get over that mindset. The problem is, though, and you mentioned that you've educated your daughter. The problem is there are a lot of external messages still in our society that say things that are contrary to what you were probably trying to teach your daughter. So if you even look at major media today, you won't see as many women quoted in the newspapers as men. You won't see them on the talk shows as often as experts on things as men and even down to the point where you know that women in sitcoms are often you might know that they have a job outside the home but we rarely see them in that situation outside right. the home do you find that women business owners right now are confronted with greater challenges than their male counterparts they are and this has actually been documented women don't have the same access to capital they don't have the same access to markets and they don't have the same access to technical resources so for example Fewer than 5% of women-owned businesses in this country ever get venture capital. There's a real gender bias that still exists. For example, there was a group of researchers who took two business plans, two business strategies, exactly the same, exactly the same results, exactly the same finances, and the only difference was company A was Matt's company and company B was Sally's company and when shown to a group of investors only 30% of the people were willing to invest in Sally's company because they thought it was too much of a risk whereas about 80% said the company A Matt's company was a solid company and they were willing to invest you would think we would have gotten beyond a lot of that at least at this point you know we pride ourselves on being so forward thinking here but I, I guess, you know, there's an awful lot of baggage that we just keep carrying along with us, you know? Right. It's that socialization process, and it's going to be an evolution. It's not ever going to be a revolution. It'll be an evolution to change that. The, the second thing that really hinders women is their access to markets. So I'll give you another example there. You know how much money the federal government spends every year just buying everything, those $10 paper clips? Billions of dollars. And yet women-owned businesses get less than 4% of that federal procurement market, even though the government knows that there's a goal to meet of at least 5%, most of the federal agencies never make it. And one of the things is people will say to me, well, I don't, there aren't enough women who have the capacity 
to bid on these projects. And yet, as you mentioned earlier, we know that women are growing businesses faster than any other segment of the economy. So they are there. For some reason, there's a disconnect and they're not getting their fair share. You kind of wonder, when are we going to hit the tipping point? When are we sort of going to look back at that like we do at some photographs, you know, from the 40s and 50s and go, gee, wasn't that quaint? Wasn't that cute? You know, and it's amazing that that's still here. You know, one of my uh, good friends has a young daughter and she was in grade school and she was learning about presidents of the United States. And she came home and she said to her mother, mommy, a woman can never be president. And her mother, who was a Wall Street lawyer, looked at her in absolute shock. And she said, well, why would you say that? And she said, well, they're all men. So there's no role model there for young women to see. And our society just makes assumes. Right. We've been quoting statistics. We've been talking about society. We've been talking about, you know, the challenges women have to face. Let's talk tactics here for a second. What are some steps, some first steps that women can take to get their businesses on the road to making a million? I think one of the most critical steps for women is to step back and say,